Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Final hour on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Man, that went by quickly. My thanks to Brian Urlacher, the Hall of Fame linebacker who stopped by the Man Cave. Dan Orlovsky of the Mothership will stop by. Raiders hold off the Packers, both teams now 2-3. and three. Next up for the Raiders, the Patriots. You know, the Raiders, I think the next couple of games are against substandard teams. Maybe the Raiders are a substandard team, but can you look at their schedule? Because they could easily end up like 5-3. and three. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, the Raiders host the Patriots at the Bears, at the Lions, then Giants, Jets. Okay. Some winnables. Yeah. I mean, the Lions game is a, a, a tough sled. The Bears, uh, Lions, Giants, Jets. All right. He can win three of those, maybe two. Uh, Braves over the Phillies. That series tied at a game apiece. Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers up two games to none. Starting pitching, bad, and no hitting other than that. Uh, Astros, Twins, Orioles, and the Rangers coming up. Victor Wambayama against uh, Chet Holmgren last night. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch it. And they played less than 20 minutes. But, you know, Victor said, it, you know, he's bulked up a little bit. Um, you know, it's hard to tell when somebody who's that tall adds some weight. And then you go, okay, Chet Holmgren still looks the same. And sometimes you can watch somebody who's proud to be tall and then there are other people who don't seem to be proud that they're tall. Chet Holmgren likes to, he slouches a little. Like he doesn't want to be seven feet. Victor Wambayama strikes me as he loves being seven foot five, seven foot four. But I, you know, I, I would be around basketball players when I was growing up, and there's certain people would be like, got to a certain height, and then they tried to like slouch a little bit. And then us who were around six, two, six, three, we tried to, walk as if we're taller than what we were. Yeah, Marvin. What's up with the guys wanting to be 6'11"? Like Bill Wall and Kevin Garnett, I've both seen. They're both about 7'1". Yeah. And they're list- they were both listed at about 6'11". Bill Walton made it a point that he was always listed at 6'11", because he thought that society viewed seven-footers as freaks. And I remember asking him this with Bill, because I stood next to him, and I go, Bill, you're not 6'11". And then, you know, in his Bill Walton voice, and then he told me that, you know, he didn't want to be listed as a seven-footer. But he's easily 7-1. Uh, Durant, it sounds like you're, you know, it's weird. If I say you're a seven-footer, then we go, man, that's a seven-footer doing that, instead of that's a 6-11-er doing it. Like, it just sounds like it's more impressive. That's a seven-footer out there doing what he's doing. But, yeah, there are certain guys who don't want to be listed as a, that's seven feet. Yeah, Paul. I have Durant listed his entire career at six foot ten, and he's uh, 
Forward, not power, not small, just yeah. forward. Yeah. Let's get rid of labels here. The uh, rookie of the year, DraftKings, has uh, Victor Wambayama. Then, who wants to take a guess? Second on that list. And I might, well, I'm not going to take this guy because Victor Wambayama will get more publicity. But I think this guy has a chance to put up some really good numbers. Marvin? Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson second, and then it's uh, Chet Holmgren, and then Brandon Miller as far as your uh, rookie of the year odds. Okay. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle DP show. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you for downloading the app. And uh, Dan Orlovsky will join us coming up. Saturday night, USC and Caleb Williams go to South Bend to take on Sam Hartman and the Fighting Irish. That'll be prime time on Saturday night. Sunday night, it'll be the Bills and the G-Men on NBC. Justin Jefferson has been put on the IR, which means he'll miss at least the next four games. Well, at least the next four weeks. I don't know when the Vikings' bye week is, so something to uh, factor in. Uh, Connor Bedard will make his NHL debut tonight. He'll go against Sidney Crosby. We have phenoms. We have can't-miss prospects. You know, go back to LeBron. He more than lived up to the hype. Sidney Crosby did. Uh, Bryce Harper has. We're so quick to anoint now that we're looking at, you know, their kids, where they're 13 or 14, and you're like, he's the next. She's the next. But then for every one, it feels like there's 21 that failed. You know, Sebastian Telfair, cover of SI, Felipe Lopez. Like, these guys can't miss. Jabari Parker, can't miss. And then they miss. It's really rare when, you know, because Caleb Williams is now in that phenom. He's now, he can't miss. Like, we'll be shocked if he's not a great quarterback. Like Andrew Luck. Caleb Boy and Andrew, of course, you know, played on a team with a bad offensive line, got banged up. Uh, he had two really, really good years, maybe three. But it just, there's certain players in certain sports, like Freddie Adu. If you're a, a soccer fan, you're old enough to remember. I think he was 15 and he was a professional. Uh, Tiger has been famous. I think he was eight, I think he was two years of age when he was on a TV show, the Mike Douglas show. But when he went to high school, uh, everybody realized what what they were seeing. He was going to be great. I think the only people who didn't think that he was going to be great were the guys who were on the PGA Tour because they're like, oh, yeah, let's see how that kid does. And then all of a sudden it's like, hello, world, Tiger's here. Tiger more than lived up to the hype. But there it feels like every once in a while, every couple of years, it's like, oh, my God, have you seen this guy? And it doesn't, there's no guarantee there because a lot can happen along the way. Yes, Eaton. It feels like sure things are the ones that work out the most. I know that sounds like kind of obvious and dumb, but phenoms often fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the like hype guys coming out or like the nexts often don't work out either. You know, these like categories that we put people in intentionally or unintentionally. Yeah. Uh, are really interesting and oftentimes shape the way they're perceived and how their career works out. Yeah, Paul. Like Bryce Harper, to me, is not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's had a very good career. It doesn't match the hype, but that's not his fault. He didn't you know, sign, put himself on the cover. Well, he was on Sports Illustrated cover, and he was the LeBron of baseball. Yeah. Remember Steven Strasburg, the pitcher? He didn't live up he to it. He didn't work out. Like, if you look at Sidney Crosby, he had it really tough. He went right to the Pittsburgh Penguins as Mario Lemieux is leaving, yeah. you know he he was still in the building. Mario Lemieux when Sidney Crosby took over, but Sidney Crosby, what he's he's got at least a couple heart trophies. He's all, he had a few seasons where he's injured, but uh, you know he he really paid off three three titles, three Stanley Cups. Yeah. Uh, yes. Did Bryce Harper not work out just because he doesn't have a ring? Oh no, he worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I thought we just said that he didn't work out. Oh well, no, he didn't live up. It, in my opinion, he lived up to the hype. Yeah, I mean he's a two-time MVP. I, yeah, he won a World Series, didn't he? He went to a World or uh, went to a really World Series. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The Nationals won after he left. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, smart. And doesn't he need to be a certain age to be considered a phenom? 
like you can't be Caleb Williams and be 21 and be a phenom. You got to be high school age. Correct. To be a yeah. Yeah. You got to be 15. It's like, hey, this kid. Mm. All right. Say LeBron. They were like high school junior. LeBron James would be an NBA lottery pick. So you can't be going into your third year of college or anything like that. Like, oh, he's a phenom. No, he's a sure thing. LeBron's uh, younger son just got an offer from Ohio State, Bryce, uh, to play basketball. The Ohio the Ohio State, yes, yes, Paul. I'll go back to Bryce Harper, and I guess, I'm just saying he hasn't lived up to the hype, in my opinion, of what he was expected to do. He is not Mike Trout, not even really that close. He's not Albert Pujols. He's not that close. He's made one All-Star game after the age of 25, and he's 30 years old now. He's, he's a very good player. He's had two great seasons mm. and a bunch of good seasons. He's okay. a seven-time All-Star? Yeah, seven-time once in the past five years. Who would you rather have, Bryce Harper, Mike Trout? Not even close. Move for, moving forward? Oh, moving forward. Yeah. Uh, Harper. Yeah. 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 Yes, Not John. At this point. But it just goes with what we've said before about perceptions of people and their personality could make them more exciting and interesting to us, and they become somehow, in the eyes of some, better than they are because their, their hairdo or the way they go about them, themselves in the public eye. Thank you, Todd. Marvin? And I think there's certain things that go into the phenom trait, like you saying, uh, Felipe, Felipe Lopez and, uh, Sebastian Telfair, New York City guys. Yeah. I think it was the big city hype. Cause I remember when LeBron came on, I was like, Akron, where's that at? <laughs> so I, I was like, all right, he's got to be good because he's not from Chicago. He's not from LA. He's not from, he's not from some big city. He's from. Akron. I know. There's that documentary on New York City point guards. Can't shoot. They can't. They can't. You play games on the playground in New York, everybody took it to the hoop. And I th- I always thought that there were no nets on the rims, and therefore you took it to the hoop because you don't. I mean, I hated shooting at a hoop that didn't have a net. So they uh, overrated. <laughs> yes, Paul. Mike Tyson could be that for boxing because usually boxers, you don't hear about them when they're 18. You know, they're kind of, mm. you hear about them in the Olympics. I know you heard about Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay in the Olympics. He got famous, I think, was at Rome in 60? But Mike Tyson, I think he was on 60 Minutes before he started fighting, like right as he's about to start fighting. Uh, Fritzy just sent me this. The Vikings, it'll be a while before their uh, bye week. It's week 13. Okay. By the way, I was definitely a phenom right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Todd. A <laughs> couple of phone calls in here. Uh, and uh, I'm going to wait until the uh, at the end of the hour. Todd is a Sports Center tease. I have that for you. I want to keep people listening to the program. I appreciate that. About, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, Dan in Pennsylvania. Dan, are you there? <laughs> Dan, uh, hi, DP. Apologies for last hour glitch on my end. So I love that we're putting Crappensburg State on the map. Actually, off I-78 in Pennsylvania, there's actually a town called Chartlesville, but I just like to call it Chartsville. Uh, also, I needed to call in because I owe a pie to the face for Fritzy. Last year, I made a multiple pie to the face bet that Notre Dame will win a national championship in football in the next three seasons, and for every year that they don't win, I'll take a pie. So last year, I sent in a video. I got featured during a commercial break. You guys were having a laugh about my mouth being open while I was getting pied. Yeah. So this year, I need to pay for year two, and I need to know what pie that I need to get slammed with this year. Last year, it was blueberry. All right. Uh, do we want to do lemon meringue? I'm I'm on the record as going against lemon meringue because that'll burn, right? That uh, it literally does burn your face. Okay, but you have to get it off your face very, very quickly. And I don't want you wasting pumpkin pie. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Tosh. I think cherry's nice and cherry, messy. Cherry. All right, Dan. Cherry pie. And you're not going to deal with any kind of major burning of your iris or your cornea or something. All right. Uh, Chris in Colorado Springs. Hi, Chris. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Long time. First time. I have a t-shirt idea, and you basically say it every day, and we use it, and my personal friends, it's thank you, Todd. Just plain, simple, thank you, Todd. And also, Fritzy, it's my birthday today. Happy birthday, my good man. Happy birthday back to you. Hold on, wait. Same month, same day, same year? Whoa! No, no, I, my, I'm I was I was born in '80, so I'm oh. only 43 today. All right, Chris. happy birthday, Chris. happy birthday. Happy. Todd lives in the '80s. Um, <laughs> That's true. Jackson in Richmond. Hi, Jackson. Hey, DP. How are you? Today? Hey, bud. Happy birthday to Todd. It's my birthday as well. All righty. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. 
happy birthday. Jackson's birthday. As opposed to watching it. Um, so everybody sounds completely different from what they look like. I've always pictured Fritzy as a cross between Eric Stone Street and Wayne Knight when Wayne Knight was the bumbling guy in Jurassic Park. So happy birthday, Fritzy. Suck it. Wow. How about that? For I'll Jackson? take it. I'll, even yeah. with the suck it, happy birthday's nice. Yeah. I hope we don't disappoint when people, you know, get the Peacock app and then they get to watch us if they haven't seen us. That do we do we look worse than we sound? Hmm. Todd, I rather look better than I sound, but we don't you don't, you don't get that. Uh, it doesn't work that way. It's like you sounded so cute, and then I got a chance to meet you at the Super Bowl. Oh, what was that? I I think I'd rather sound better than I look. That's kind of like, uh, who was the uh, silent actor? Uh, Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden, or maybe it wasn't Charlie Chaplin. There was another very famous, you know what, it was somebody else, but he was like a super handsome Hello. actor in silent films. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, my gosh, look at this guy. He's playing like this prince and like all this stuff, and he's just like this really, really handsome fella. And then they added movies to sound. And he was sort of like this. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> and his career went away. Uh Voice killed his career. <laughs> it still reminds me of a story that Rob Dibble told me when uh, Dibbs was working on the show with me. And he was in the minor leagues, and he was, wait, uh, he was uh, uh, dating a waitress at Applebee's or, T, you know, TJ, or Friday's or whatever it was. And she had a, uh, I think it was, bad teeth. And he would purposely try not to make her laugh. <laughs> so <laughs> he wanted free food and uh, who knows what else. But they, you know, they would talk like Schindler's List and you know the the Pearl Harbor, the Titanic. You just didn't want anything funny because she had bad teeth. Let's watch old school. No, 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 no. no. no, no. I, I, I really like that. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Casey in Florida, then we'll take a break. Dan Orlovsky set to join us. Hi, Case. Hey, Dan. Uh, five nine, uh, ever growing two hundred pounds. Uh, just had to tell you, I've listened to you for years on the radio, uh, but I just had knee surgery, so I've discovered you guys on Peacock. So all of a sudden, you can't get to the remote, and here I am watching you guys on Peacock. So to all the listeners, you know, you never think it could happen to you, but it can. All right. Well, thank you, Case. I'm uh, I'm glad that you're watching the program. We appreciate that. Download the app. If you just got home from the hospital, you've had surgery, or you can't get up to change the channel, we're the show for you. We'll take a break. Dan Olofsky will join us on loan from the mothership. And uh, got a few quarterbacking questions to ask him. If I said you could have Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy, who would you have? Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Keeper's Heart is truly a new and unique style of whiskey. Brings together the best of Irish and American whiskeys. And this is an award winner. Just won the world's best Irish whiskey by the Tasting Alliance. They are a 10-year single malt. Keeper's Heart has uh, one of the best distillers in the world. His name is Brian Nation. He was a distiller in Ireland. Left Ireland's most famous whiskey company to make Keeper's Heart here in the United States. Now, Keeper's Heart combines the smooth character of Irish whiskey, the bold flavors of American whiskeys, delivering a unique taste experience worthy of the record books. And if it's not available at your liquor store, ask them about getting it in or go to keepersheartwhiskey.com. And if you go there, we'll get you $10 off your purchase with the promo code DAN2023. Ask for it. Keeper's Heart, Irish and American whiskey brought together. It's award-winning. It's Keeper's Heart, keepersheartwhiskey.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DP Show for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DP Show. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I would have thought Sunday night was personal with the Cowboys and the 49ers, but apparently it's the T-shirt that was worn by George Kittle after the game. It had to do with uh, F. Dallas T-shirt. Here's Micah Parsons on his podcast. George Kittle had three touchdowns on us, and he posted this thing to IG. He said, F Dallas. I just feel like he's making it more, way more personal than it had to be. Kittle's my guy, but I'm going to say this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. That's cool. Okay. Do you play differently when it's personal? Shouldn't it have been personal on Sunday night? Maybe they should have let him know that he had the shirt before the game. Now it's personal. All right. It's the Edge uh, Micah Parsons uh, podcast. We bring in Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL analyst and former NFL quarterback. You can see him on NFL Live Monday through Friday at 4 Eastern. So now it's personal with the Cowboys Mm. and the 49ers after that? How do you explain that? It's it's a tough one to try to wrap your head around, you know, if it just as knowing the type of competitor that Micah Parsons is, at least from the outside, and the way that that game was played and looked, the way that the last three times those teams have played and, and looked. So um, I'm a huge fan of Micah's. I think that, you know, when, you know, when you have kind of your own platform, you've got to be responsible for the things that you say, and he's going to have to know that, People are going to dissect this opinion that he had. So I think Micah, when he's even after the game game, he was like, they're not that much better than us. 
Micah, they should have hung 50-plus on you guys. You know, that we, we can sit here and say that the 49ers are absolutely in a class higher than the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, you know, hopefully the, the rest of his team kind of takes it personal if and when the next time these two meet. How do we not overreact to that outcome, whether it's what the Cowboys lack or, you know, what the strengths are of the Niners? I don't think we have to overreact, Dan. I think we could talk about San Francisco and say this. They are absolutely who they have been for the past four or five years, but better. And I think the one reason is, and I said this on NFL Live, I think maybe yesterday or Friday or whatever, I really believe that Brock Purdy has unlocked a different level in Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has always been a phenomenal offensive mind. He's been one of the best in the NFL. But in many ways, like Kyle's offense, certainly in San Francisco, was very horizontal. And it was awesome. And Jimmy G was awesome in it. Not awesome. Jimmy G was really good in it. Brock Purdy's kind of ability to still stretch the ball downfield accurately and at the right times has allowed Kyle to stretch it out horizontally and vertically at the same time. And that really wasn't the case that often. You know, if you go back in the third quarter – and, and this is why San Francisco, in my eyes, is different. And this is why it's a different Kyle. It's third and three. They're up 21-10 with like eight minutes. It's third and three, and he throws the shake route or corner route to Brandon Ayuk. It's perfect versus man coverage. Holding. Brings him back. It goes to third and 13 or third and 14. Now, usually, Kyle would throw some form of like a screen there, a perimeter screen, and they'll go get it. This, yesterday, on Sunday night, he throws another drop back, big in route to Debo Samuel and Purdy lost it over the backers perfectly in stride. That that I see that as a different offense because of Brock Purdy. So we could say that about San Francisco. In regards to Dallas, um, Dallas is a really good football team. It's it, we can't say that they're not really good, but we it, it is also accurate for us to say that we thought that they would be a upgrade this year than they were last year, and. After Sunday night, we can't say that. We can't say that they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender when they just got the floor wiped by San Francisco and the way that their offense looked and the way that their stagnant play calling was and the way that Dak played and the minimization of their defense. We can't say that. So I don't think it's an overreaction, no. If um, I find it interesting, the swing of emotions or opinions on Brock Purdy that it was, well, he's surrounded by all this talent, to now he's the next Joe Montana or Tom Brady with uh, you know s- similar skill set. You know, Rex Ryan talked about that on Get Up, where he's like, oh, my God, yeah, I, you know, I see Tom Brady or uh, Charlie Weiss. Oh, I, I, I see Joe Montana here. Um, he's, not, he's not Tom Brady from the physical attributes. I mean, he would be more like Montana You know, sleight of build has a little bit more athleticism, not necessarily a great arm. But how did everybody miss on every team passed on him seven times? If he has all of these innate abilities, you know, but we missed it. I mean, why? How? San Francisco missed on him for six rounds, too. So, you know, it's funny, Dan. So I called his game against Notre Dame. It was his bowl game. And I think it might have been his sophomore or junior year. I, I don't exactly remember the year. And you, th- you saw he was like a really good college quarterback. Um, but you you didn't walk away going, whew, that dude's going to be awesome in the NFL. And Anthony Beck actually texted me during the draft process of last year. Anthony Beck, longtime NFL tight end. And he said, tell me what everyone's missing or how everyone's missing on Brock Purdy. Like, what what are they, what are they not seeing? And I would just – Responded back, like, I think he's a really good college football player. I don't know, you know, if, if I see awesome NFL player. Um, why did everyone miss? I think, one, the most important traits that a quarterback can have for high-level, consistent success he has, and they're the ones you can't measure. What do you do in moments of panic with the football? How quickly do you understand the information and then apply the information? on a play-by-play-by-play-by-play-by-play basis. What decision do you make at the at what moment? You know, and, and um, you know, how do you kind of see the whole field without not being obsessed with seeing just a certain aspect or person or defense? 
I listen, Dan, there's no quarterback in the NFL that plays at a really high level without really good players and coaching around them. We just don't see that. And it's no, there's no quarterback in the NFL that has bad players or coaches around them that plays at a high level, maybe other than like Lamar for stretches. So it always takes this. Um, Brock Purdy is a really good player that is playing at an incredibly high level. I, I think it's, not ridiculous. I think it's unfair for us to put him in a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Lamar conversation, but he absolutely has earned the right to be in that top 10 borderline conversation. Um, And he's, he's playing, he's playing exactly how Kyle needs him to play. Dan Orlovsky of the mothership. You can see him NFL live Monday through Friday at four Eastern. You can also see him on first take and get up and some of the other uh, properties there at the mothership, the Justin Jefferson injury. What's the fallout going to be? The Vikings have one focus right now. Easy for me to say, I'm not in the locker room. How do we keep Justin Jefferson? That That's, I think, their number one thing. They're not a playoff football. I didn't think they were a playoff football team with Justin. I don't think they're obviously going to be one without Justin. And so now, because of the injury, because of the, the way the team's playing, and obviously because of where Kirk sits contract-wise, there's a lot of question marks. And I think organizationally, they have to have the very hard question of, like, how do we keep Justin Jefferson? What's the what's the way? And I think the easy thing is, like, well, money. Everyone's going to pay want to pay Justin Jefferson. It, it's not going to be just the money thing. Justin, I would imagine, wants to play with a really good quarterback at a very high level who he thinks is going to be there for a long-term period of time. Whether he determines that Kirk Cousins or not, I don't know. Devontae Adams sounded a little frustrated last night. He had one target first half. He had four targets the entire game. And after the game, and then I heard some of his comments, and I'm thinking, if I'm the Raiders, do I at least explore trading him, maybe reuniting him with Derek Carr? Like, where where are the Raiders going? I don't think Jimmy G's the quarterback next year or Josh McDaniels is the coach with the Raiders. So, like, where are you going with that team, that roster, and a guy who is 30 years of age, used to be in, you know, singled out, getting a lot of targets, and now you get one in the first half? Yeah, and it's weird because I just watched Cincinnati without T. Higgins throw the ball 19 times to Jamar Chase on Sunday. Yeah. You know, So that's why I, overall, Dan, I, I never like when people are like, well, you know, it's hard to get your guy the ball when they're double-teaming him. I, no, I've, I've thrown the ball to Calvin Johnson 15 times in a game when he was getting double-teamed. So uh, you throw the ball to those guys, you know? Um, you know, that's, I think, on the treetop you go, absolutely, because I don't think that the Raiders are a real player right now. But it's easy to say that when you're not Josh, you're not Dave Ziegler, their general manager. And so if those guys have security, then it's probably a worthy conversation because then maybe you provide yourself assets to go get a quarterback in the next draft. We know that they tried to go get C.J. Stroud this past year. But if those guys are still in limbo, I don't think you can move them because he's by far your best offensive player. Yeah. How does Caleb Williams not become the next? The next what? Superstar? Yeah. Um, I I think that there's probably one gripe I have about Caleb's game. I think Caleb is unbelievable, and he's at worst going to be the number two pick in the NFL draft at worst. He does not play a ton in structure. He does not play a ton on time. Now, part of that is his style. Part of that is because he's the best player on the field usually every game. Part of that is because he creates a ton of big plays, and it's a little bit of Patrick Mahomes in him, right? There, there is a little bit of that, that, that mindset. Um, we have seen those guys that are outrageously talented – have to do that in the NFL for periods of time. We've seen it with Patrick Mahomes. We've seen it with Josh Allen. We've seen it with Lamar. Can Caleb get there? I would imagine so. He's incredibly talented. I just haven't seen it at the the college level, probably because it hasn't been asked and or demanded of him. But that would be the only reason why, other than like injury or something, God forbid. But he's a superstar. Him and Drake May, it's going to be a fascinating debate who's going to go one. Oh, so you think there's still – 
once the scouts get a hold of these guys, the teams get a hold of these guys, that you think there's a chance Drake May could be the first quarterback off the board? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I'm a huge Drake May fan. Um, okay, think- I'm going to give you the number one pick. I'm gonna. You're the Bears. Got the number one pick. Right now? Right now. Man. Um, I think right now I still take Caleb Williams. That's without studying, you know, these guys okay. in and out over into the spring. Right now I take Caleb. I've called a couple of Drake May games. Uh, he, I, I will not be alone in thinking he is going to be in conversation for the number one pick. I promise you that. He's He's got a lot of big Ben in his game. Big Ben. Yeah, big time. Okay. And then big athletic, powerful dude, still sloppy mechanically a little bit. Um, but great vision, great feel, uh, throws a beautiful different lever different leveled or layered football. He he's awesome. Sounds like you're in love. I think he's a superstar in the NFL. I do. Okay. Uh the wall behind you. I've got you with uh, all your uniforms. Is that uh, all the all the stops in your career? Who painted yeah, that? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's also when I yell at my kids the same face I make in oh. the Colts uniform. Um, <laughs> you remember? Um, do you remember the name Chris Myers? He was the longtime great center for the Texans, Pro Bowler for a bunch of years. Um, him and I teammates, and he had actually that painted for me. So uh, it's kind of the only thing I have in my house of my playing days. So. So if I walked in, it'd take me a while to realize you played in the NFL. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I try, I fight with my wife all the time because my wife wants to put all stuff up and all that. And I am uh, like very against it because we have four kids, three of them are boys. I don't want my boys to feel like this overwhelming pressure that dad did this. So you have to go do that type of thing. So, um, yeah. Well, it's kind of weird though. You have that painting in your bedroom. Oh, this is my office. Oh, it's this your is- office. Oh, I thought it was in your bedroom. My bad. Oh, this isn't just a shrine to me in my bedroom, no. It's a lot of footballs back there. There's helmets back there. Yeah. Well, that was – my wife did that. That was the one thing I let her do because um, during COVID, we were working from home so much. So, you know, the the background with the camera shot was there. And so she was like, I want to do stuff. So footballs, helmets, I can show you. Look, we got <clears> – <throat> That's signed by Calvin. I probably made his career. <laughs> uh, Calvin Johnson signed a football to you. I just, um, my agents at CAA just sent me, a, uh, someone on Twitter was like, made a, like a highlight cut of mine. And they were like, look at this guy. So I just put it on Twitter and I wrote, could have been a Hall of Fame career. Um, also, is Calvin in the Hall of Fame without this three-minute oh, stretch? Okay. Uh, Kobe Bryant book, Pine Valley. Uh, my wife's marathon medals. So, yeah. Bobblehead, Dan. You going, Dan? Bobblehead. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, man. Yep. And and there's no more stepping out of the end zone jokes anymore, right? You're off the uh, I don't think I don't think those are going away. I no. Those are going away. <laughs> you, your celebration, though, on social media was awesome. You're off the hook. Not the only guy who stepped through the uh, through the end zone. It's twice in two years. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's made like $100 million, and <laughs> Gardner Menchie, who's like the best backup quarterback maybe like in the last 10 years of football or something outside of Nick Foles. So uh, I'm in good company. I would go to that party. If it's you, Jimmy G, and Gardner Minshew, and you're having a party of quarterbacks who have stepped out of the end zone while uh, attempting a pass, I'd go to that social. I'd have to be the least fascinating of the three, though. Just if, you, if we think about some of the things that Jimmy certainly has been attached to off the field, and then Minshew is is a, is a walking uh, documentary, I guess. So uh, I, I would be the least fascinating of the three. Great to talk to you again, Dan. Thank you. We appreciate your time. Thanks, bud. That's Dan Orlovsky, uh, NFL Live Monday through Friday at 4 Eastern, and uh, former NFL quarterback. Let's take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store tomorrow, and we'll try to do all of that right after this.
Sometimes when I check the weather forecast and I see that there's rain, I could almost hear my PXG clubs sigh, maybe weep a little bit. They want to go outside and play. And sometimes I'll say, even though it's bad weather, come on, let's go. And they're so excited. PXG, go in and get fitted. One-on-one, data-driven, so it's focused on making sure your clubs will deliver maximum distance and accuracy. Whether you're a beginner, a scratch golfer, somewhere in between, PXG, custom fit, makes all the difference. It's helped improve my game. I've had more fun this year with PXG than I've had in the last decade. You get an extra edge adjustments that you need. The best that you can be. Get clubs that fit you. Not you try to fit the clubs. Free 30-day follow-up. So the fitting fee is $25. So you're going to get that follow-up. They're going to make sure that those clubs are the right fit. PXG.com. Find the closest location near you. Nobody makes or fits golf clubs the way we do. Period. PXG.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there. Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instants. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, Todd wanted to hear it. It's his birthday. That was a great concert. Yeah. Okay. Got the shirt and a button and everything. What year was that? Oh, that's got to be like 80. 
83? 83. Like I'm just throwing it out there as a guess. 84? Probably a little bit later than that, I think. More than 86? I don't know. Is that Backstreet Boys or Insane? That's uh, New Kids on the Block. Oh, New Kids on the Block. Oh, okay. Is that later 80s? I don't know. That's definitely the 80s for sure, right? I, I had no interest in that. Zero. The right stuff was big. I know. Zero. Hanging tough, step by step. You know the songs. Zero. Zero interest in How boy bands. Zero interest in boy bands. Yes, Paul? They started touring in 86. Okay. The right stuff. Uh, but happy birthday, Todd. Thanks. Yeah. Happy birthday. I got my birthday sports center tees. Oh, that's right. To do with the birthday. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's disappointing. In in lieu of a <laughs> gift, I'm giving you the airtime. That's right. For you to do your sports center tease. We're coming up with questions. That no. Are no, no. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Let's get quizzes. <laughs> radio conversation. Radio TV conversation. Don't Google it, just try to think it out. Challenge yourself mentally. Make sure you know what you're talking about. It's extremely well written. National TV. It is well written. God. And and it's a tribute to Olivia Newton John. Poor Olivia. Poor woman. And we here we are laughing at it. All right, here we go. Sports Center tease. Here's Fritzy. The Artful Diamondbacks, why the Dodgers are blue heading to the desert. Double your pleasure, a wild ending has one team feeling brave before flying to Philly. Say cheese, why Jordan Love and the Pack weren't smiling while leaving Las Vegas. If not now, Wemby. It's OKC to get excited about the NBA preseason. Also, it doesn't take a genius to see things are falling, failing in Foxborough. Time for a last bill and testament? USC aroused by national title aspirations, but will a flaccid defense cause the Trojans to rip? What? Plus, the sports counter just got way cooler, we'll explain. So just take a knee, Sports Center. Next. All righty. Hit the post. I'll say that. Happy birthday. Okay. Happy birthday. Thanks. Uh, Tell it yourself, man. (laughs) Danny in Knoxville. Hi, Danny. What's on your mind? What's going on, Dan and Danettes? What's happening? Oh, we're just celebrating the ambiance that is Todd Fritz. One of the reasons why I was calling them to wish my main man, Frissy, a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Frissy. Thanks, bud. Appreciate that. All right. And then my other thing, damn, man, I'm surprised nobody thought of this, but a shirt ideal. How about an old come on in, stay a while? For? For a shirt ideal. Oh, come on in, stay a while. You say that a lot. Yeah, your, yeah. your main phrase right there. Oh, come on in, stay a while. Okay. I don't know. I don't know that I ever picked up on that. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for the suggestion. Uh, Mike in Wisconsin. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. So I've got a, a very prestigious course I think uh, Craftensburg State should add to the curriculum. Um, so to clarify, this is a real course that I took in college. Um, it was a required course for incoming college scholarship athletes. Mm-hmm. Um Name, excuse me, name of the course is Intro to University Life. Uh, high points from the course were how to properly fill out a check. Um, and your grade is based solely on quiz scores, which is one question every class. Whatever the sport was the night before, basketball, volleyball, hockey, the question was, did we win last night? Great course. Learned so much from it. All right. Well, thank you, Mike. Maybe we could uh, put that in the curriculum at Crappensburg State. Uh, Diane in Cleveland. Hi, Diane. Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Pretty funny guy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just want to let you know that last week my husband and I did take a trip out to Crappenburg State, and, well, once we got there, we were uh, kind of a little disappointed. The campus was kind of crappy, but we got to walking around, and guess who we got to meet? We got to meet the football coach of Crappenburg State. Real nice guy. We were introduced. His name is Coach Keister. And uh, we found out he was a lot of, but a lot of jokes from the, the football guys, but it was okay. It was a nice trip. Anyway, well, thank you, Diane. Coach Keister at Crappensburg State. The butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah. All right, Diane. All right, thank you. Coach Diane. John Keister. Yeah. She got uh, the assignment. Yeah, she did. 
Easter. Yep, yep, she's got it. They didn't care for the campus, though, which is... No, no, no. It's crappy. Uh, Paulie, this day in sports history. Got a couple of them, Dan. Joe Namath made his last, played his last game of his career, 1977, for the Rams on this mm. day. That was very weird to see him in that uniform. Mm-hmm. 1979, Mark Messier made his NHL debut with the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. And in 1865, the billiard ball was patented by a gentleman named John Wesley Hyatt. That's it. Mm. It was on this date in 1920 that uh, the first unassisted triple play in World Series history, the Indians beat the Dodgers. Bill Wamsganas was the uh, person who had the unassisted triple play. Wamsgans? Yeah. Like in... Um... Yes. Wamsgans, Tom Wamsgans. That was in uh, Succession. Succession, yes. And, and yes. they thought that there was some kind of correlation there that he would pull off the triple play, and that would mean Shiv, uh, and then uh, Logan. Yes. And who's the other? Yeah. Chachi. Uh, Roman. Roman. That they would, they would get uh, iced out <laughs> by him pulling the triple play. Baller. And that was his name in uh, in the show. Tom Wamsgans. Yeah, how about that? Yes. They they said that that wasn't true, but I still choose to not believe that. Uh, let's see. What did you learn on today's program, Todd? Dan Orlovsky wouldn't be surprised if Drake May was the number one pick in the draft. Has some big bend to his game. Can see him being a superstar in the National Football League. Yeah, he sounds like somebody who's smitten. Seton O'Connor. Brian Erlacher's fit. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like he was out of shape running around trying to you know, go after Paulie. His cardio might be yeah, off, but cardio. his strength is <laughs> yeah. still very much in Joined track. us in studio. And he brought gifts. He brought Fritzy a Nolan Ryan signed baseball. How nice is that? I got the perfect birthday. spot for it in the basement with my figurines. Uh, wait, you have figurines? I have Nolan Ryan and John Elway figurines all over my basement, and I've got a nice spot for the Ryan. Marvin, book. how about you? Erlacher wants to play Mac Jones. Yeah, he does. Uh, Paulie, what did you learn? I just learned I would love a photo of Fritzy's basement. Fritzy, what did I learn? Brian Erlacher told us Dick Butkus did not like when Brian would help a guy up after tackling him. PXG fittings are only 25 bucks. Oh, my God, that's a steal. When you buy the club's $25 fitting fee is applied to your purchase, comes with a free 30-day follow-up to ensure that you're fit. PXG.com. Learn more. PXG, nobody makes or fits golf clubs the way we do, period. PXG. Dot com. Have a great day, everybody. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.